Hello and welcome to Dispatches from the Communal Bathroom. I'm Chris Delamere. I'm Sam Bradley. And each episode of this podcast, we bring in dispatches on a theme. I don't know what Sam's brought and he doesn't know what I've brought. And we share them with each other. It's a podcast about ideas. These dispatches can be anything. A song, an interview, a borderline unlistenable sound art piece. All manner of shit is welcome in the bathroom. And this episode's theme is... Sleep. Sleep. Nice sleepy. So, uh, how did you sleep last night, Sam? Last night we had a date night. And um, date night culminated in us going to bed at 9.30. Me and my darling girlfriend, Sally, we went out for dinner. And as dessert came, she was yawning in my face. And I was like, why don't we just treat ourselves and go to bed really early? <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, it was great. It was abs- It was brilliant, yeah. But then you might also know that we've got a dog, Chris. Yeah, I've heard about this. And she decided to wake up at three in the morning, wanting to go out. So I had to get out, get up, take her out. Then she did the most enormous dog turd and then bring her home. But then I fell straight back asleep again. Did you sleep well, though, generally? Yeah, I'm a good sleeper. You are I mean, a good sleeper. Sally and I pride ourselves on being very good sleepers. I, now, I think I'm a terrible sleeper. I, do, I have heard that. I'm really bad at sleeping. Everything about it. Fills me with dread because it's almost <laughs> well. It's almost like well. I wonder what injury I'm going to wake up with tomorrow. <laughs> like I'm always like get get a crick in the neck or a bad uh, okay, back. Yeah. You wake up and I'm just like, oh no, it didn't take. A crick in the, the neck's s- the worst. The sleep didn't take, yeah. and now I have to live with this and just throw the dice again <laughs> on tomorrow night's sleep. So yeah, I would say we're probably. The only podcast around that isn't sponsored by Casper Mattresses. (laughs) We're sponsored by a different entity altogether. Are you tired of being tired of insufficient hours of bad quality sack time with bad backs plaguing your days and your very life essence ebbing away with every night that passes? Us too. Best of luck with that. Dispatches from the communal bathroom is sponsored by Bad Sleep. Bad Sleep. The only sleep that says, hey... I know it's late, and you have a mattress spring lodged in the small of your back, but I think this is the perfect time to start thinking about all the bad decisions you've ever made. So that was our sponsor, Bad Sleep. Um, so <laughs> Thanks to them. Thanks to them for providing all of the energy that we're going to bring to your ears today. <laughs> so we've got, a, we've got a lot to get through We've today. got so much to get through. We've also got to follow up on stuff that we did think, last episode. I think this might be some of the first follow-up we've ever done as well. Yeah, continuity. We've ne- <laughs> never been good ones for that. In three years and 30-odd episodes, we've never done follow-up. <laughs> I think our only attempts at continuity w- was John the Duck, the John the Duck uh, sort of story arc. Yeah. It was a bit of a story yeah, arc yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go back to season one to catch up on uh, the John the Duck story. Communalbathroom.com. Right, so we did a series of bets uh, on the gambling episode that we did, and as a result of those bets, we each owed each other some items. Yes. Uh, now you have you have the list of items. You know who owed who what. I do. Right, so I owed Chris the following items: uh, an egg, fifty p or half a pound, uh, a painting. And I've also spent some extra time making an extra third dispatch for this episode. And Chris owes me some meat and something to do with football. Now, I have to admit, 
that I haven't made you a painting yet. Oh, for shame. But this is because I didn't want to rush it. Where is your commitment to the episode know. continuity, Sam? Chris, I'll, you will get a painting, but I don't want to. I okay. don't want to rush these things. You know, it's, it's been very busy doing this extra dispatch. Has taken all sorts sure, of time. You've got, so. you got to find your juju to do you're a painting. Gonna, you're you? going to have a good painting, not a shitty painting that I made on the train up. I yet. would have accepted a shitty painting. <laughs> it would have been no, fine. I, I've, I'm going to make you a good painting, Chris. Okay. See you in a so, few years. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Let's not dwell on what I've not done, but dwell on what I have done. Let's dwell and, on uh, that. Hmm. First of all, I'm excited. Chris, here's 50p. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. The Queen's nose. <laughs> Thank you. And Chris, what's better than an egg? What do you mean, what's better than an egg? What's better than an egg? A cooked one. A Cadbury's cream egg. Whoa! <laughs> I tell you what, you pulled that out of the bag. <laughs> I did think maybe you were one of these weird people who's like, oh, I hate cream eggs. No, don't be silly. I don't hate things that are obviously amazing i feel like brad francisco is one of those people sure, I, I, sure. There's, a, there's a memory deep in my brain somewhere that is like we had an argument about cream eggs once well he's just one of these knee-jerk contrarians isn't he <laughs> oh people like it anyway we won't get into that um so <laughs> yeah have, you've I got have... my 50p and i've got my egg i'm very happy with them as well uh, and i have got three dispatches for you so so is that it are we good on your side on my side for now you will okay. get a painting so I was a good painting. <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to it. I was tasked with bringing to you some meat and some football memorabilia. I was determined to try and make the the two meet. So like Paul Ince's beef mince or uh, Paul Scholes sausage rolls. Right. Uh, neither of those brands exist, <laughs> so that was not possible. But then I, my my mind was cast back to, I think the late 1990s. Uh, come with me, if you if you will, dear listener, to the l- late 1990s. And it was when uh, Walker's Crisps created limited edition packs of their flavours, incorporating footballers' names. So you remember the first how one... How do you remember? What do you mean, how do I remember that? I think right. about that, like, pretty often. <laughs> okay. And the, the first one was, I believe, Sultan Lineker. Oh, yeah. Salt salt and vinegar with Gary Lineker, everybody's favourite potato salesman in place of the vinegar there. And then the other one, slightly less successfully, was uh, Cheese and Onion, which was changed to um, Cheese and Owen, uh, named for the the final squandered boy hope of the last millennia, Michael Owen. Yeah. And then there was Smokey Beckham. Uh, That's actually a pretty good pun. That's a great pun. Yeah. Because also there's ham in the word Beckham. Oh, yeah. Yeah? yeah nice. That's yeah. really good. And I was fixated on Smokey Beckham, and I was like, oh, oh I'll just like go onto eBay, and I'm <laughs> sure vintage I'm crisps. sure there'll be like an old box of Smokey Beckham that you could get. And then it turns out I had sort of Mandela affected myself. Uh, because what? it never existed. <laughs> You you imagine some? Well, yes and no. That this is the problem. That pun was too good. The... Well, I think the problem was Beckham wanted too much money. I think they it was genuinely it was it was put out there. It was gonna happen, right? And then either he disagreed with his brand being associated with uh, fatty potato products, or he asked for too much money. And anyway, okay. it fell through. But in my mind. 
I had fully imagined, like on the, you know, like the classic smoky bacon and crisp packet with the purple. I, I could see in my mind's eye, because each one of these ones had like a, a caricature of Gary Lineker, a caricature of Mike Lowen. I could see a floppy fringed <laughs> late 90s David Beckham yeah, on a yeah. packet of bacon crisps. Yeah. I could see it in my mind. I can still see it to this day in my mind. So guess what I'm saying, Sam? My football memorabilia is is a false memory. <laughs> and um, you can- <laughs> So for you, I have uh, mocked up. Wow. What a great Photoshop job, Chris. Thank you very much. Very uh, impressive. You can see there David Beckham uh, smiling his little 90s face off. Great. Uh, it says Smokey Beckham. I've mocked, I've mocked up a crisp packet yeah, yeah. for Sam there. Nice. So that's my meat and football memorabilia. But then also, <laughs> I have just got you some sausages. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. So, and Brilliant. They're Henderson's Relish. Oh. Sausages. So Henderson's Relish is a condiment local to uh, Sheffield. Yeah. I would consider that bet fulfilled. Shall we shake? Oh, well, I think we should yes. shake on it oh, with the promise of a painting. Yeah, I will bring you. I'll, I'm gonna promise of a painting. A good painting. Come to the bathroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so okay. let's get back into what bed. the real theme. Get back into bed. <laughs> <laughs> the real theme of today. All about sleep. Yeah. Um. So yeah, let's get to this sleep thing. What have you brought? What dispatches have you brought for us today, Sam? Well, I've brought three dispatches today, Chris. And um, the first one is about falling asleep. The second one is about dreaming. And the third one is about waking up. Classic, classic Sam Bradley. Finding a theme and then finding a narrative within the theme. (laughs) uh, I think, actually, very representative of your sleep style. Good sleeper. You'll see it through from start to end. You know, good, solid ideas throughout whereas i was pulled from uh, one way to the other tossing and turning i am one of the tossers and the turners i remember back in our childhood days in your childhood bedroom there was two beds one bed on one side and one bed on the other side of the room single beds not a very big room probably no, half of the a, room was bed was, yeah yeah and then you said often this is which this baffled me that during the night you would change <laughs> You would change. You would wake up, change beds, and then sometimes you would change back again. I just get really restless. It's not even that you flip flop around in the one bed. You like... have to understand, Sam, that both of those beds offered very different qualities. <laughs> anyway, what I'm what I'm getting to is to say that yours are very well thought out and very uh, completist. Mine is like, what have I got going on? I can't even remember. See, I can't even remember because I'm sleep deprived. Let me <laughs> let me just check the list here. Yeah, so I obviously big into big into dreams. Uh, I had several ideas about dreams. One of which you come into, you provided something for me. You don't know what I oh, was yeah. doing, but you gave me something, and I used that. I interpreted that. Uh, snoring. I do a lot of snoring. I am a snorer, so I did something about snoring, and then obviously I did some kind of music thing which i won't go into detail about but yeah i was very much kind of like oh i could do something about this i could do something about that and it was a very restless quality to my idea process much like how i sleep from one bed to the other (laughs) uh who do you think should go first i think you because you've got the narrative you're running this thing yeah i've got one about going to sleep so we can have that one just a quick bit of backstory about this so actually i had a thought about this and i've done dispatches about sleep in the past and you might remember i did one that was called the four four seven eight four seven eight 
technique or yeah but it was four seven eight but you changed it to four eight eight four eight eight so i could keep so it, it in the meter musical. <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 um and that was about falling asleep and uh so if you want you can go back and listen to that and that's a that's a technique to fall asleep and that's actually one of my favorite things that i've done anyway you might remember chris that i made that on a program called garage band which is on uh iphones now I no longer have an iPhone. I have an Android phone. Welcome back. And uh, <laughs> thanks, Chris. <laughs> it's great to be back. <laughs> and uh, so I've had to learn a new music production piece of Android mm. software, yeah. which is called Caustic Editor. It's very fiddly. It's not great, but it's interesting, and I'm learning how to use it. Uh, so I've made this using Caustic Editor, and I also have a theory that um, any song that's in three-four time can be used as a lullaby. Uh, just because of the da, 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 mm. the, you can you can rock a baby to that, you know. The examples that I always use are "Kiss from a Rose" by Seal. Give us a short blast of that, baby. Da 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 See my when you start doing that, my for some reason my brain goes to when the moon is the sky. I think that would be fine. But the way that I figured this out was actually watching Game of Thrones, which is da 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 So if you want to rock a baby to sleep, you can just sing them the Game of Thrones theme tune while you do it. So this is to explain that I made a song in three four time, and I just tried to make a very nice calm song that might help you go to sleep.
That was really good. <laughs> that was really woozy. Yeah. I accept your theorem. <laughs> the three four uh theorem that rock your baby to yeah. a waltz. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rock your baby. Uh to a waltz. It's so, a great idea. Yeah. I should have introduced that with much lower voice so we could all get into the mood. I think we're there though now. But yeah, I hope we've all sort of fallen asleep. <laughs> All right, so it's my dispatch now, and in a break with tradition, yeah, uh, it's going to be a quiz. Like we're going to do the quiz, like right in the middle, yeah, of like, our sleep. It's as if you've fallen asleep starting the podcast and woken up at the end. <laughs> you've of woken it. up the end where traditionally, that? traditionally, that's where the uh, quizzes, yeah. quizzes held. Uh, so I've got a lovely little um, quiz for you. Uh, it's about snoring. <laughs> okay. We all do it. We're all doing it now. Now we have gone to sleep. So I'm going to play you a series of uh, snores. They are from different creatures. Oh. And you'll have to tell me uh, which creature they're from. And if you get it right, I'll tell you a cool little fact about the way <laughs> that that animal sleeps. I'm going to guess already that one of them is a Christella snore. Fuck off. <laughs> Cutting that out. That's the big reveal, you twat. <laughs> right, uh, let's continue. So, um, or let's begin, even. So, the first snore goes a little something like this. That's a snore. Is that That's a, a snore? snore. Okay. I'm what animal is it? I'm thinking large mammal, sort of bovine, so I'm going to go with buffalo. Incorrect. It's a horse. No. Yeah, is that's that a how horse. horse is snore? Yeah. I don't believe it. I mean, that's how that one horse that I found on YouTube snored. <laughs> Amazing. Hey, you got it wrong, but I'm going to tell you the fact anyway. Horses will sleep for up to 25 times a day but only for 15 minutes at a time. If you tickle them with hay while they snooze, they will dream of clouds and piss themselves and also kick you in the head. Wow, so we've learned so much about horses and how they sleep. Let's see what number two has in store for us. So your first reaction listening to that sound was, Jesus, oh my God. <laughs> That's unbearable. Unbearable. Very high-pitched, whiny snore. And it belongs to whom? Uh, a budgerigar. Good. You were in the right territory. Okay. Wrong bird. Oh. The answer was a hummingbird. Really? Yeah. Uh, Chris, tell me a fact about how hummingbirds sleep. I, have, I, have never, I think I've never considered. Wow. Listen to this, Sam. You, you, you will be blown away by this one. Hummingbirds are known for the hum that they make using their rapid wing movement, but they are also capable of projecting sounds that turn into physical matter. As they sleep in their nests, each snore that hits the nest wall adds a minute layer of sound glue, a substance that is similar to spider silk, that bolsters the internal cladding of their homes, and with every night they sleep there, the stronger the nest gets. Nobody knows how it works. Fascinating. Fascinating, right? Let's learn more about the animal kingdom with snore number three. 
very concentrated face. Uh, Sam, you were thinking about that very hard. Just the first, right, the first part of that had a certain amount of tunefulness to it. Oh, really? And it sounded like, you know that Arcade Fire song? I think it's Funeral <laughs> Number 2. It like goes, ah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, it's the first note of that. Go on, play it again. Play it again. Here we <laughs> Just go. the first little bit. <laughs> I mean, he's got, he's lost it now. Yeah, but he's just yeah. scatting. He's scatting. <laughs> so, what do you think that was, Sam? I'm going to go with Warthog. Wow, you keep guessing kind of in the right areas, but you're kind of going too off-piste, really. Is that it... was just a generic Commodore Garden... Oh, no, it wasn't, actually. I think it was a Vietnamese. <laughs> it was a Vietnamese pig. Oh, wow. So it was a pig. Yeah. Pig was the answer. Would you like to learn a little fact about the, the way pigs sleep? You can say yes or no. Yes, Chris. <laughs> Some breeds of pig sleep so infrequently that sleep can actually skip an entire generation. Wow. Wow. Have you ever heard of that before? But that's the animal kingdom for you. So many surprises. Let's go to Snow 4. What do you think Snow 4 was, Sam? It sounded like a very cute animal. I'm going to go Capybara. What the fuck, Sam? <laughs> oh, I'm telling you. Keep it straight. Keep it keep it down the Commodore Garden route. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, I've got to take Capybara. <laughs> it was, in fact, a cat. Just a cat. Is that a cat snore? That was a cat snoring. A oh, cute little cuddly kitten. Uh, a cat fact for you. Cats can be asleep for so long that a suspected dead cat must be allowed to remain in situ for 18 months before attempts to taxidermy it are legally sanctioned. Too many cats were being taxidermied whilst asleep and waking halfway through the process, at which point their back legs were already frozen and fixed to a varnished wood stand. So in 1984, the taxidermy governing body imposed the 18-month rule. What a fun fact. Fascinating. So let's go to Snow 5. <laughs> Wow, that creature has asthma, or another problem. <laughs> yeah, it sounded uh, like. Uh, what did it sound like? Uh, Say so what it sounded like. <laughs> something we couldn't possibly play on this podcast, Chris. What's that? Say um, it. No, say it. Just say it. <laughs> say it. Something erotic. Erotic. <laughs> yeah. What animal, if anything, would you say is intertwined with eroticism? <laughs> Breeding like a rabbit. It's a rabbit. Well done, Sam. Finally, you've earned one of your facts. <laughs> uh, so, here's your fact rabbits are known for their twitchy little noses. But you might not know one of the reasons for this. They practice circular breathing while sleeping, using only their nose. Inhales are for the left nostril, and exhales are for the right nostril. Huh. Rabbits sleep nine times a day and dream mostly of eating their own feces. Mm. Wow. Mm. So we've got one last snore for your what creature is this? <laughs> I have heard that noise before, Chris. 
I'm going to guess that is a human. More specifically, mm. uh, Chris Delamere Snow. And I think producer Paul Sobek might have made that recording. Yes, you're right. It's a Chris Delamere. Chris Delamere sleeps once a day and badly. That's your Chris <laughs> Delamere snoring fact. Wow, you got like two, two. out of six. <laughs> bullshit. So bad. Yeah. So there you go. We've learned a lot about the animal kingdom <laughs> and we've heard that my snore is almost the same as <laughs> yeah, an animal exactly snore. <laughs> that's me sam over to you to take us into our dreams oh so we've we've fallen asleep you've begun to snore and now we're going to dream we're going to dream so basically the idea behind this dispatch was simply i want to make a dream come true oh hello sam here I've just got into bed. I've got a hot water bottle. And I'm nice and cosy in under the covers. And tonight I'm going to go to sleep. And hopefully I'll dream. And then we'll record what that dream was or what those dreams were. And then hopefully tomorrow we can make those dreams come true. So... I'm going to have a sleep now, and if I dream, I'll let you know. Okay, night-night. Good morning. I've just woken up, and... uh, I did some dreaming in the night. So we're going to review what I dreamed about. I've virtually forgotten it now. And I did take some audio recordings. Um, Let's give one of them a listen now. So as you can hear, that's inaudible nonsense. Fortunately, I also wrote them down. So I'll read my notes to you now. So the problem is, what I want to do is make one of these dreams come true. But the main setting for my dreams in the night that I've written down was a ski resort. So the first note I've got is ski resort jazz band practice. Um, I was at a ski resort and ended up at a jazz band practice there was also a subplot of me trying to buy film for a camera because I was shopping for film online yesterday Um, and also I was injured in the dream so I was occupying myself by taking a taxi around and trying to buy film Maple, our dog, was also there and she nearly fell over a cornice and out off the mountain but my brother was there and rescued her. There was a lot of characters. Yeah, so we might have to scrap that idea because there's too many characters and I'm not a, a ski resort. The other dream I had um, was in a sort of cave with water and we've managed to figure out how to drain the water 
and then we were like sliding down the rocks. I don't know that this place exists, and I certainly don't know how to get there. Um, also there's about ten of us, and I'm pretty sure Sally's dad was also there telling us off. So, maybe we'll have to scrap that. But one thing I do remember from it is that I had uh, a dog turd on my shoe. I was trying to wash it off in the water, so that could be doable. It's not the best dream to make true, trying to wash some dog turd off a shoe in water, but... Um, Okay, the next few notes I've got were from later, or I guess uh, just before I woke up. Uh, so Christmas at Daniel's. I guess that was just a, a moment. We were having a party at Daniel's. Chasing other people, and they are lifted away by parachutes. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Okay, and the last one, which I remember writing, because... Just before I woke up, I wrote this down. And I thought, this is the one. This is the one. This is definitely the one. <laughs> it says, Caller left a message. Quote, Who reads Haruju Muju? Um, I seem to remember this was... I received a voice message. And it was just a voice going, Who reads Haruju Muju? Who reads Haruju Muju? <laughs> it's just really funny. <laughs> so I have to make that one somehow. Uh, okay. <laughs> so stupid. Great, great. Who reads Haruji Muji? I think we've got a winner. Uh, right. about to make a dream come true um it's a pretty elaborate setup what's gonna happen is i'm gonna try and leave the message that i had in my dream on chris's voicemail uh, if he answers i'll have to bail out so hopefully he won't answer because i'm calling from a weird number <laughs> this is pretty exciting because it's <laughs> pretty complicated all right are you ready here we go You're through to Christopher Delamere. Please leave a message. After you finish your message, just hang up. Or to hear more options, please press 1. Who reads Haruju Muju? 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 Yes! Don't words! <laughs> yes. There you go, Chris. Uh, that was me. Great! <laughs> it's just sitting on his... Oh, brilliant. Hopefully you'll listen to it before the recording. Oh, making dreams come true. Making my dreams someone else's reality. This is great. You absolute fucking prick. <laughs> Did you it. hear it? Friendship over, man. <laughs> um, I don't know if you want to edit in my reaction in the middle of that uh, dispatch at this point. 
if we have edited it in, it sounds like this. It was you! It was you! It was you! It was you! It was you, you fucking cunt! Oh, you won't believe how much stress that gave me! You fucking twat! I was downstairs (laughs) making a dispatch for this show last night. Heard my phone go off. I didn't get there in time. You were lucky. Oh, yeah. Didn't get there in time. Left it upstairs. (laughs) I, I got an answer machine from a private number. Answer machine message from a private number. Already quite anxious. Very anxious about this situation. I went into my answer machine service. You have one new message. I'm like, the the one thing I think I can discern is the name Lou Reed, <laughs> and then Gobbledygook. I listened to it three times. I deleted it. I tried to look into what the private number was to try and block it, whatever it was. I was terrified. I sent Jade a message about two minutes later going, I just had this thing, I listened to it three times and then I deleted it and I'm really scared. <laughs> well, it was a dream I had, Chris. So your dream became <laughs> yeah. my nightmare. <laughs> I'm so glad it worked. Oh my God. That was one of the most elaborate sound setups that I've ever made to make that happen. That was very good. Yeah. You got me good. Also, when I woke up, I was like, this is definitely, like, you know, when you're kind of half asleep, I'm like, I sort of remembered what was happening. I was writing it down, like, yeah, this is definitely the one. Who reads Haruju Muju? What, who, do, what who does that mean? Who reads Haruju Muju? Who's Haruju Muju? No oh, one. Oh, like a dream, a dream fictional. I, yeah, I have no idea. Like, not I a Googled, Japanese, no, no. like, comic book No, no. Artist. I Googled it. I was like, maybe this is a thing. No, it's not a thing. It's just, that's that's one it's of my favorite like... things in dreams, is entirely fictionalized yeah. things. Or at least... Like weird or or subconscious things that you didn't know were there. Like you might find years down the line that that person exists <laughs> and their like uh, image in the world is so small that they're not even Googleable. <laughs> but somehow you've come across them yeah. at some point in your life. Yeah. Stored it away for years and years. <laughs> and then it's come out in this dream which you used to haunt me. <laughs> I was very into this dream. If we can segue now slowly, quickly whatever into <laughs> move swiftly on from <laughs> m- move on from that to the gen- general thing about dreams in general i was very attracted to the idea of doing a dream dispatch i started to try and be more conscious of my dreams in general and i looked up like a few different things that would help with dreams i've got a i've got a, a little list of them now i think they might be interesting to you now unlike those uh, animal snore facts which <laughs> may have been uh, of questionable validity these are true or these these i have tried to corroborate from a few different sources on the internet obviously the internet's difficult it's not all true but i heard that vitamin b6 helps your dreams oh so i started taking some of that and i i kind of did notice but then obviously it's your you're brain so you're thinking more. about it yeah could be uh sleeping on your front can produce erotic dreams Oh, that's interesting, isn't it? Because you're pressing your makes a lot of sense. Though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does yeah. make a lot of sense, doesn't it? Uh, spicy foods can lead to unpleasant dreams and disturb sleep, as does dairy. 
Yeah. And the whole reason is it's just your body is reacting to yeah. stuff um, it's trying yeah, to... just a bit uncomfortable. Difficult, difficult digest I always stuff. think, you know, um, in A Christmas Carol, Ebenezer Scrooge, when the first spirit comes to visit him, he's like, no, you're just a piece of undigested meat. And oh, like, yeah. the, this hallucination he's having is just because he ate too much meat for dinner. What a wonderful image. That's a great line. Yeah. Dickens. Yeah. Good. <laughs> uh, another party line. For dispatches from the communal bathroom. Video game players tend to be able to control their dreams better, apparently. I can believe that. Yeah, I can too. Left side sleepers, more nightmares. Right side sleepers, more pleasant dreams. That's bullshit. <laughs> you think that's bullshit? Yeah, that's definite bullshit. Sam's calling bullshit on that? Okay. Increased melatonin uh, helps with dreams. So like you your melatonin and your serotonin, you're going to sleep deeper. Yeah. And then there's various ways you can do that. Obviously, it's like... There's lots of foods that have a natural source of it, like pineapple. You can not look at your screens and stuff. Try and get some daylight. And just, you know, general good sleep hygiene. And you'll sleep better and get more dreams. Keeping a dream journal is very good for remembering your dreams. So if you start trying to remember them, you will remember more. Have you ever done that? Yeah. It makes a huge difference. I kept one for ages, like a year. I've got loads of ridiculous dreams (laughs) in it. Um... So then also whilst you're asleep, external stimuli can act upon us. So like bad smells can be incorporated into dreams and things you hear yeah, can definitely. be incorporated into dreams. I used to have this when I had a clock radio and um, it was uh, Chris Moyles in the morning. Mm. And I remember I used to, the radio used to start at 7am and I used to basically end up getting up at 8 o'clock. Yeah. That hour of my radio being on, I would just dream that I was in the radio studio basically like every that's day. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a relatable thing. Everybody, Everybody's aware of that kind of like your alarm clock sort yeah. of comes into your dream. And then I was like, I want to, what can we do? What can we, we do with that? And I looked into like a dream generator thing. And there are dream generator apps (laughs) that exist uh, on iPhone, not Android, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, There was one that was like a tropical islands dream generator. (laughs) So it tracks your sleep, works out when you're in REM sleep, and then gives you these gentle washing of the ocean sounds and, I don't know, coconuts knocking together or whatever islands are meant to sound like. (laughs) And they use these timed audio sequences to implant something into your dream, kind of, you know, like an inception kind of thing. Um, And I was like, I can do this. Yeah, yeah. I could just put an alarm on my phone at timed points when I can sort of predict when I might be in my deep REM sleep. So I could put an alarm on a kind of faint sound, and if it was an atmospheric sound, it wouldn't wake me up, but it might just get interpreted into my subconscious. I wanted to do something with that. I was very determined to do something with that. And that's where you came on board. <laughs> yeah. And I said to you, what did I say to you? Uh, send me some sounds, about a minute, 30 seconds to a minute of just environment sounds. Mm. So I went about my business and took a sound recorder with me. So don't tell me what the sounds were. In the end, I only used one of them. Oh, really? So I was going to do like a series of like five nights and try and do different things. At the end, we ran out of time, and also I just wasn't sleeping properly, so I had to do <laughs> two nights just to get any dreams. Oh, okay. I just didn't have any dreams, so yeah. I didn't sleep deep enough. But then I did get some, on the second night of trying, I got some dreams, and I've still never heard the sound. Oh, really? In my conscious waking moments. Okay. 
So, we're going to listen to the layered result of a recording of me reading out what my dream was and the environment recording that influenced that dream. Sure. That sounds pretty cool, right? Yeah. Okay, so this is, um, I've just called it a dream infiltration <laughs> experiment. And I don't know what this sounds like. I don't know what it sounds like. <laughs> On a city centre high street at night, I saw a friend in a shop playing a computer game. I hesitated about going in to say hello, but eventually I did. But when I got there, they didn't have very much to say. On a more villagey high street during the day, a colleague of mine is concerned that the kids on a school trip will ruin her trip to the pub. Me and Jade drive through this village in our car, ignoring the metal barriers at the end of the road, and the road winds around and up, and we get to a high vantage point, the highest in Sheffield, and I think it has a castle. There's some links there. Yeah, it's a lot. There's some links. Me and Jade driving a car. Mm-hmm. That's a mode of transport. A plane is a mode of transport. I assume that was a... Tra- uh, what was that the sound of, Sam? Uh, it, was, it was actually the plane just after takeoff. So I wanted to get some... Uh, I recorded the takeoff, but I wanted to get the person talking over the... And the, that classic bing noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... So... We were in a car. You were in a plane. We wet... But listen to this. We went to the highest vantage point. Yeah, that point. is interesting because it's, I mean, really, it's just sort of a bit of a white noise kind of sound. So, but with a lot of like space to it. So you could, you could see how. You could it, see how that would be interpreted yeah. as going up onto a hill. Or driving and then, you know, yeah, going into like a windy place or something. The bing, what was the bing? The, f- the friend in the computer, playing a computer game. Oh, sure. Maybe that sure. was a bing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You see? Yeah, yeah. It's all there. Pretty good. Pretty good. So I hope that scans for you at home, uh, um, but I think Sam communicated to me whilst I was in my sleep. Holy shit, you've you've like you've really <laughs> influenced me in the past few days, like subconsciously. It's terrifying. <laughs> so what have we got left to do have you got anything else i kind of do have something else it's not a traditional dispatch in the way we've done them before i've sent i've sent you a message on facebook yeah oh so it looks like chris has uh, made an ep and he's put it on his bandcamp christopherdelamere.bandcamp.com and it's called Short Lullaby Experiments EP by Christopher Delamere. And there is a picture of uh, producer Paul and Brad Francisco asleep in my parents' garage. You see, it's all linked, man. And um, yeah, there's four songs. So we've got First Steps, Sweet Dreams, Soldier, The Sleep of Kings, and Dawn Will Come Again. Here's what we'll do. We'll listen to one of them now. 
Uh, I think we should go for The Sleep of Kings because that sounds pretty good. But I would highly recommend anybody go to Chris's Bandcamp page, ChristopherDelamere.Bandcamp.com, and give them all a listen. I'll certainly be doing this at some point in the near future. Yeah, it's just some uh, kind of dream noise. Uh, dream noise for the restless. That's the uh, <laughs> tagline. Uh, which one did you say? Sleep of Kings. Yeah. That one goes a bit like this. some mixing this is all that happens for the next <laughs> okay three minutes so we could uh we could just fade out now yeah just fading out we're fading out fade love fading fading out fading out just fading it out fading it out some <laughs> taking a bit of time it's fading out fading out yeah so that's a little sneak peek into no it is fading out i thought i'd faded it out i don't think it's fading no it's fading out it's definitely fading (laughs) out that's a it's going now yeah it's going now so that's a little sneak peek into uh short lullaby experiments ep by me christopher delamere and that was the sleep of kings it's funny that you also went for the uh the organ noise the droney organ noise. It's actually like a Mellotron VST. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, that uh, I actually purposefully went and downloaded a free Mellotron for a plugin, so that because I think that is that's like the you know like Strawberry Fields. It's yeah, that yeah. kind of sound. It's um, and then there are some other tunes on the EP that are not like that, but there's a couple that are. Um, I thought people might might enjoy it. All right, so um. I've provided some sounds for us to sleep. Yeah. And the last song on that EP was Dawn Will Come Again. Is Dawn coming again I think with so. your dispatch, Sam? It's coming around. We, it's time to get up. So here's what I've done. When it's time to get up, you need to set an alarm. I don't know about you, Chris, but I always set an alarm maybe 10, 15 minutes before I have to wake up. And it's actually, really, it's the pre-alarm. Like a set, a 15 minute sort of. You don't set it then. You said it the night before. Yeah. But you said it to go off. 15 minutes before I have to wake Let's up. Let's just make that clear. Yeah. <laughs> so I set an alarm 15 minutes before... Oh, I see. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, I get it now. Right. Yeah. So, Chris, I set myself an alarm the night before. Yes. To go off 15 minutes before I need to really wake up. And that's just an alarm to sort of let me know that it's about to be time to get up. And I mm-hmm. usually stop it and I actually, I usually do actually fall asleep for 10 minutes. And then I, my next alarm goes off and I'm like, okay, this is the real, this is the real one. I've made a series of alarms that you can use to get you out of bed, wake you up gently. So the first one that I've got, you want to set 10, 15 minutes before you actually have to wake up. Good morning. It's not time. 
See, there you go. Now you can go back to sleep. And then this next alarm is for when you actually do want to get up. It's time to wake up now. Open the curtains and greet the day. There you go, that'll wake you up nice and gently. If you wake up on that one, you're probably doing pretty well. You can just reset all the others. But mm. if you don't wake up then, that's fine, you're still in bed. Uh, just set this alarm. Alright, time to get up now. Get out of bed and get the kettle on. Okay, so yeah, you know, yeah. that's when you should... You've probably got maybe 45 minutes before you've got to leave the house or something. But yeah. um, maybe you even sleep through that one. So now we really need to get moving. Come on, get up. Get up. Get up. Come on, get get up. You need to get up now. It's time to get up. Yeah, just a little bit of annoyance creeping in. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what I like to think of as the dad alarm. <laughs> but if you still don't get up, and really, now's pretty much where you need to leave for work. Maybe you need this alarm. You're late. You're late already. Come on, you need to get up. Get out. We're late. We need to get going. Come on, we're late. You're late already. That's always damning, isn't it? You're late already and you're not even out of bed. Terrible. Terrible. Ugh. Really, you, sh- you should probably be at your desk already. Um, so if you think you will sleep even this long, maybe you need this alarm. Shit! Shit! We missed it! We missed it! Come on! Come on! Quick! 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 quick. Get up! Get up! Get out of bed! Come on! We missed it! Shit! Shit! Come on! Quick! Get out of bed! Get out of bed! Quick! Get up! What are you doing? Come on! Come on! Come on! We gotta go! 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 Come on! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! It's re- it's really hard to see where it can escalate from there. Um, there's two more. Well, that's the that's the uh, early morning flight alarm. I like oh, to think of. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> Shit well, you should have checked it already, and you yeah, needed yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Now, this one is the uh, this is the last resort, really. And if this one doesn't wake you up, um, I mean, there's no hope, really. I hope you're awake now. Now, I will let you know that when I made that, that drove my dog mental. So <laughs> if you've got that going on and you've also got a dog, th- there's no way you're sleeping through that because the- that's going to be going. The dog's going to be going. It's just... Uh... Now we've got one. We've got one alarm left. Yeah. So the final alarm is probably the one that you should listen to every day. I think this is the best everyday alarm that will um, you know, wake you up in the right oh, mindset. Okay. Who reads Haruju Muju? 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 I can't believe I gave you credit of like, maybe after all this escalating alarm, you might do a, hey, fuck it. We've missed it. Let's stay in bed all day. Let's take a sick day. No. Instead, you wormed that nightmare back into my brain. Yeah, you can have that every morning, Chris. No, thank you. And maybe we'll finally answer the question, who reads Haruju Muju? I certainly don't. I delete all of his messages. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we've woken up and we're well rested now. And uh, it's time to start the day, maybe go into the bathroom. Um, And if you need some, maybe you need something to listen to on your commute now you've woken up. And uh, Chris and our good friend, friend of the show, Mario, uh, of Songtime fame, you've produced an album. Yeah, 
Me and Mario have made an album. We're we're called Soup Review. Uh, did I tell you that bit? No, you haven't said. Uh, yeah, what? you're calling it Soup Review. Yeah, a band's called <laughs> Soup Review because that's how we met. I used to do reviews of soup on Instagram. I'm sure I've mentioned it on this podcast before. And Mario was introduced to me via those uh, Instagram <laughs> soup reviews, and that's how we met. And we thought it was a funny, stupid title, <laughs> so that's what we're called. And we've made an album together. Uh, Eleven songs have all been mixed. We are looking. F- for a label to release them on and if you're a label let us release it on you <laughs> um, or you know i also need mastering so we're gonna get it mastered at some point but we're very proud of it um it's got a lot of songs from the song time uh oeuvre uh, sandwiches flying ant day kind of well, there's a few songs you'll have heard there's a couple of songs that have featured on here as well icarus record collection uh that's uh that's an oldie and a goldie that's on the album so it's not out yet but I'm sure listeners of Dispatches from the Communal Bathroom would be interested in that and get a lot of pleasure out of listening to that. So when that comes out, have a look for it. Uh, we're called Super Review. We don't have an album title yet. so Very exciting. I'm sure you'll be informed. Yeah. Plug, plug over, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can listen to previous episodes if you need to listen to even more things you can listen to previous episodes of this podcast in particular you might want to listen to one that's called proper revenant i think yeah proper revenant that's a that's called back a couple of times various references to sleep in it already so you can find all our previous episodes at communalbathroom.com you can find all our dispatches on our soundcloud page soundcloud.com forward slash communal hyphen bathroom you can also get in touch with us via our facebook page we're at communal bath on twitter and instagram and hey uh reviewers on itunes that really helps people who have podcasts yeah apparently so they say oh we've done some uh, instagram stories this time <laughs> as we were recording this episode uh on our instagram page uh if you want to find me on instagram uh, where I once reviewed soups, uh, I'm at Spine Trolley. Sam is at SR Bradley. Yeah. yeah. If you want to find me on Instagram, I um, review aftershaves. You also review time... photos of your family from the eighties. Well, I review aftershaves every time I go to airports. Airport so... roulette. Yeah, that's Airport like aftershave you... roulette. Yeah, that's like your uh, this... that's your soup review. Yeah, my homage to soup review of ingestible liquids. Yeah, <laughs> I did a few ingestible liquids myself. <laughs> Lobster bisque, anybody? Also, if you would like to see photos of my family um, from the sixties and eighties, <laughs> <laughs> I'm currently scanning our family archive. So. This has been Dispatches from the Communal Bathroom, and we will see you next time. It only remains for me to say, don't forget to wash behind your ears. Bye, bathers!